The first time you saw that actor, it was a period drama. And what a handsome mustache that was. Then in that spaghetti western, it was even longer. And wow, that handlebar style really got you into police dramas. Hang on, are you sure that was the same actor? Hmm, still enjoyed it. On Tubi, the things you love just keep going. Dab the banner to watch now. Previously on Love Island, the official Love Island USA podcast hosted by Matthew Hoffman. On today's show, we're talking all things Mackenzie's return to the villa. And fresh off their exit, Jared and Kat are with us in studio. And the cat's out of the bag. Meow. Hit it. Hello, Love Island universe. Here we are. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Matthew Hoffman, and it is time to do our thing. You know the dance. You watch Love Island USA on Peacock, and then you come running to the podcast like we're handing out free Bitcoin-covered cronuts. Rinse and repeat, baby. Now, popularity-wise, the podcast, I have to say, it's uh, it's doing great. So, so thank you for asking. And yes, I have been getting offers to host other podcasts in rural Croatia, but but my heart belongs to Love Island. I think of her when I wake up, when I go to bed. I watch her on my phone at airport bars as, as children point and say stuff like, the man that was laughing is crying now, mommy. Yeah, well, I am. And how could I not? Did you see tonight's episode? Oh, more twists and turns than a curly fry lost in Orphan Annie's wig. Oh, where do I begin? The beginning? <laughs> okay, let's go. The show's hello was a goodbye to Jared and Chancey, Chaz and Bella, and Kat. Oh, there's going to be more empty beds than a summer camp in January. Oh, but Kat and Jared walked away in each other's arms. They left early, but they found love. Good trade. I mean, it's like, it's like getting kicked out of a restaurant before you pay your bill. Chad and Courtney. A.K.A. Chadney had a lot of drama in this episode. Their relations looking shakier than a chihuahua when everything is totally fine. Why are you shaking, Maxwell? <sighs> it seems like the clouds that were hanging over Isaiah and Sydney are gone. They're back to making out on day beds, or as you call it in Miami. Hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> and the girls get sent a text. Oh, they're leaving the villa for a nature hike. I see you, Love Island producers. How do we spend zero dollars but make it an adventure? <gasps> I know! A walk to the property line and back! Oh, love it! Absolutely love it! Oh, the boys stay at the villa for beers and a barbecue, but let's be honest, this all seemed like the best way to bring... <clears throat> Mackenzie back to the villa. 
Whoo, bolt down your tool shed and park your jet ski on the roof. Here comes Hurricane McKenzie. Oh, and Big Mac is flying into the villa to talk to all the guys. Oh, and she does. If there's one thing I know about McKenzie, she should have came in wearing a dirty cowboy hat because this is not her first rodeo. Yeehaw! Ooh, and the girls run back to the villa when they get texted the McKenzie news. A McKenzie around your boyfriend is like a seagull around your sardine sandwiches. <laughs> hmm? Oh, sure. A note from HR. Oh. We got a seagull in accounting. I'm so sorry, Jerry. I, I, I know better. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mackenzie is turning so many necks the next bombshell will have to be a chiropractor. Crack, crack. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Don't miss The Marvels in theaters on November 10th and see where the Marvel stories all began when you watch Captain Marvel, WandaVision, and Miss Marvel only on Disney+. Plus. Get Disney Plus with Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Plans starting at $7.99. And speaking of adjustments, our next guests are adjusting to their new life off the island. Joining me in the studio is a man who loves headscarves more than I love a double order of orange chicken and a woman who excused herself from the villa. I'm no mathematician, but I think she has eight lives left. Please welcome Islanders, Jared and Kat. Welcome to the studio. You must be in like such culture shock because it's like you leave the villa and you're like, I'm meeting Maddie in a parking lot <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to do the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, congratulations. You guys are like the cutest thing ever together. <laughs> this you. is so cool. So you literally just left the villa tonight. You are back in the real world. Walk me through it. What is going on in your minds? Oh, man. Like, I'm just like, Really excited to to see where things go and just happy to get back into the real world and, uh, you know, figure out what this relationship means to us. And uh, I don't know. I'm just excited to make my stamp on the real world and then uh, get things going here. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, my first thought was keep the phone away from me and then give me my bed. And then I was like, <laughs> but also like, you know, I love with Jared. I chose to leave with Jared. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. Well, in tonight's episode, you both said your goodbyes to the villa, which were really sad for us. But you left because you knew, right? Like you knew Jared was the one for you. And speaking of all knowing, Mackenzie is back. We have to dive into this episode because even the Islanders who think they know they have no idea, right? Like, they have no idea. You both left the villa, right? Mackenzie's coming into the villa. Do you think she will shake it up? 
Oh, 100%. I think she has to. Yeah. I mean, there's like some serious established relationships in there. You got to put your foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's a good looking girl in her own right. She's been there. She's done that. She's experienced. And, uh, you know, she's coming in with all the confidence in the world. She knows what she wants. Yeah. You know, there's some guys in there that might that might look her way. Yeah. And Kat, as a woman, would you trust her? Like if you were on the hike and you're like, you hear Mackenzie's going, would you be like, we should probably get back to the house right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's a bad bitch for sure. I think it'd be a matter of trusting my man at the end of the day. Interesting. Just like, where are his eyes looking? At her or at me? But, um, you know, I think anyone who comes like this late in the game really has to try to submerge themselves in relationships and put their best effort in to make something click or else... You know, you're going to be dumped. Yeah. And you guys know all of the Islanders, right? Who do you think now is the most vulnerable to Mackenzie? Who do you think she is going to go and and kind (laughs) of get to know, shall we say? Well, the easiest answer is Joel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like off the bat, you know. Which he's giving me major Connor vibes from uh from season two. So it's like I feel like that could be a very easy in for her for Mm, sure. Hundred percent. You know, I think he's taking the opportunity head on and you know he looks like tom cruise and i'm sure he's ready for that thank you oh, <laughs> okay cool i thought you you said that in my general direction i was like thank you jared yeah. so sweet <laughs> so nice of he you even, he even wears aviators all the time oh yeah really? like he was built all the that. time oh that's so funny yeah. okay well i mean Mackenzie is not a snack she is a 20 course meal and speaking of cat walk me through mukbang what oh, is mukbang? You, oh my god! Tell us all, and Jared, yeah. if you don't know, get ready. I'd like to know. Sit down. <laughs> <I'm ready. laughs> but um, basically, I mean, I had started because I saw there was like a thing going around on YouTube of people eating food, and I was like, okay, I really like to eat food, so I'm just gonna try it. And you, you sit in front of a camera and you eat like very large amounts of food, like copious amounts of food, yeah. and it's all very elegantly displayed, like just it's. It attracts anyone that has right. to look at the thumbnail, right? Is it right? kind of like like the fake like dessert carts at Italian restaurants where you're like, I'll take that cheesecake. Like they're all oh, like, yeah. it's but like all the food is like pretty. Is and, yeah, like yeah. every cheesecake. Yeah. It gives like the viewers a feeling that they're eating with someone. Right. And then I know for ASMR, like it really does help with anxiety, depression, insomnia and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm doing what I love. I'm helping people in a way. Good like, for you. Win, 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 win. Nice. <laughs> She's got an appetite, sir. Oh, oh I don't do. Worry. <laughs> we, we got plans. Uh, we actually, she's probably going to be meeting my mother tonight. What? Yeah. You guys move fast on yeah. Love Island. Yeah, we're going to Can I come? I mean, this tonight. sounds like a real good time. <laughs> yeah, we get some uh, Italian, Italian food tonight. So at what point did Jared first catch your eye? And at what point were you sure, like, wait, this is... This is worth leaving the villa for. Well, I know it was like initially we had, were kind of briefly speaking about our first reactions of each other. And I was like, OK, that man's hot. Like, he's definitely fine. He's fine as wine. But then I didn't really I think I overlooked it a little bit because we were going in together. And it was like we had our eyes each set on different people in the villa. So I was like, I was like, yeah, like, but I had always said that I wanted to get to know him. But we never really had like a chat. And then we had the challenge um, or the truth or dare game, which was when I really was like, "Mm, okay, (laughs) I'm working with something here. Um, But I think it clicked for me. We slept on the day bed twice. 
And we probably stayed up until like sunrise, maybe slept like an hour and a half each night. And they um, didn't know that you guys were sleeping together on the day bed. So you both have the floor. Is there anything? <laughs> yeah, you sink in your chair, <laughs> sir. Oh, Jared. <laughs> Jared just went down like three feet. Like, uh. walk me through that decision. Are you confident about how that all went down? Are you, Is there any bad blood between the girls? Do you think you should have told them? Well, here's the thing. It's like, my full intentions was to to go to sleep there by myself um, and just, like, kind of take the night to think about things. Right. Um, I kind of believe you. Yeah. No, I'm serious. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, then we, like, had a little moment in the bathroom, and uh, she mentioned about maybe, you know, hopping in the bed, and, like, you know, I'm looking at her. So, yeah, tough, tough to resist. <sighs> um, and then I was like, Damn, like, it wasn't really enough time to really have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, I'm definitely one of those people. It's like, I'd rather uh, ask for forgiveness than permission, so. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. It's Love Island, you know? Bro, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Kat, you went with Chaz, who left you for Bella. And Courtney is with Chad. But she gave him an ultimatum tonight that I don't think he was too mm-hmm. fond of. So do you think this will make him run for Phoebe? From what I know about Chad and the conversations we've had, I think he might. And I think he knows the potential with Phoebe for sure. And their distance to each other. Um, they're just in like the same point in their lives. And Phoebe was talking about like them going to the football games together. And I was just like, yeah, like it would kind of make sense. So you know, I don't want to say like Courtney's going to scare him into it, but she she just might. She might. Interesting. And then are you on good terms with Bella now? Yeah. Okay, cool. And then Kat, you are the third Islander this season that chose to follow their heart and leave the villa. Walk us through that decision because I had to follow my heart once and say no to cargo shorts when everyone was doing it. <laughs> so like I totally, I totally relate to you, but what... What was that decision like? Because that is not easy, right? You could have clearly stayed at the villa and saw what happened, yeah. but you you went for it. A lot of people know I had multiple conversations. I started with Chaz, of course. I explored a little bit of Chad in the beginning. Um, all through Casa Moore, I was trying to get to know every guy. And just something wasn't there with each one of them. And I kept going about the villa and I was like, I need that spark. I need that spark. And everyone was overlooking this like spark concept. It's like this huge thing that can be like grown into. And I'm like, no, like if I know, I know. You know. Yeah. So I had felt that with Jared when we first kissed and like when we were talking and it was just going smoothly. And I was like, this guy. And then I think it was like when we had gone really into deep conversation on the day beds and we were talking about like, a little bit of life outside the villa and what we would do inside and if we were to leave and whatnot. And then I kind of took a step back and, you know, you think of like the concept of like leaving with someone and he had said like, we had never been coupled up, but I had always wanted to be coupled up with him. Like I really, really liked this guy and I told him and that was the first time I ever admitted my feelings for anyone on this planet. So (laughs) I was like, yeah, ever. Wow. So I was like, please, um, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but like, ah, I'm into you. And then, yeah, you kind of reciprocated it, did wow. reciprocate it. And so. Jared, what was your reaction at the recoupling? Like, were you as surprised as us? Because my meow teeny spilled all over the place when that went down. <laughs> and I oh. think 
Sarah's reaction like spoke oh, yeah. for all of us, right? Like everyone was floored. No, honestly, I was gutted to see that. In what way? I just like was just like, damn, I fucked up. I fucked up. I should have came back alone. Um, you know, I kept thinking about Kat the entire time, but I was also in such a unique, like, vulnerable position. You know, Maddie had just left. I'm completely single. I have no ties to anyone back in the villa, really. Yeah. I mean, other than, like, the conversations and the kiss that we had. And, you know, I was being encouraged to, you know... Explore. Explore and, and take Casa more for the opportunity that it is and, and really get to know... Uh, these girls and and obviously they had just come in and they had sacrificed a lot to be here just like any of us yeah so i'm thinking you know of course i gotta be there and and do my due diligence and and give them the respect they deserve and and really try to get to know them and so that was what i did because i feel like i never really got the chance to explore anything before i was with maddie for a while but things really were stagnant and weren't going Mm -hmm. well she moved at one pace i moved at another the villa moves at its own. Exactly. Um, the villa is its own clock, right? <laughs> right. Oh, um, God, there's three yeah. people yeah. in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Island time. And the villa, the villa has its own. It is own real. It is real. Um, so, yeah. And then, you know, I walked back. And as, as soon as I saw her by herself, I was like, oh, this is tough. Um, and I'm looking at Zita's face. And Zita's looking at me. And she's, like, kind of shaking her head a little bit. I'm looking at Naja because she's also one of the girls that we walked in with. Um, and I'm just like. Oh my God. So I'm like, you know, I'm a roller coaster of emotions that that whole recoupling. And I even had a, a couple of tears said that. And I'm, I'm pretty sure people saw that as well. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, you mentioned Maddie, right? And I, I think that's interesting because you have had a very interesting position on Love Island, right? You were coupled up with Maddie, who was the first Islander who chose to leave the villa for Andy. And now Kat chose to leave the island for you, right? And you had a front row seat to both in the recoupling. So describe the atmosphere at the fire pit when those decisions are being made. Because you don't know what's happening. You had no idea, I imagine, that Kat was going to do that, right? Yeah. You know, because this is something that was unique to us and having, you know, being our first kind of relationship thing going on, we were able to express a lot about how we feel and how realistic things could be. And so I had already had it in my mind that if she was gone, I was gone. So... I had given a little speech beforehand and said that I had found what I wanted. And, you know, on that note, Kat was leaving with me. And, um, you know, I'm very confident and very happy. And I so admiring of her decision and, like, how honorable it was and how she stuck to her guts about everything. Even the decision to stick on her own after Casa more. I was just like, you know, that was hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> There's your girl. <laughs> 100%. You guys are the cutest together. <laughs> For those of you listening, it's real. They're lovely. And um, yeah, I, I have a feeling it's going to last. This is amazing. I hope so. I mean, what did you say? Like, you, he had said something like how we both have never been in, like, a relationship. So we're kind of going in our own path, like, yeah. at our own pace. Yeah. And, like, creating our own stories. So, Yeah. Not a bad story, right? Not a bad story. I think it's a a great story. But like, I love it though. (laughs) It's it's great. Yeah, it's like, I was talking about this. It's like, you know, some people are like, oh, we met on Tinder. And then they'll lie. And then we met at a grocery store. Right, right, right. Or something like that. We bumped cards in aisle four. Liar! No, it's like, we literally just met on a reality TV show. Like, we just met on a dating show. Yeah. Like, that's like, you can go back, like, you know, you tell your friends, like, oh, where'd you meet your boyfriend? Or where'd you meet your girlfriend? It's like, oh, on TV. 
Wow. Like, that's just wild. It's so good. That. And it wasn't on cops. <laughs> you're like, you're fine. Like, this is a good one to do it on. Yeah. Especially when the producers throw a Mackenzie log on the fire. Oh, yeah. Like oh. something is, is going down. So I want to run through our couples presently with you both because you have the insider's take. Mm -hmm. You live it. You see it up close firsthand. In tonight's episode, we see Sydney and Isaiah patch things up, right? Do you mm -hmm. think they are stronger now for going through all of that? Like, I feel like Isaiah values her even a bit more knowing that, like, he shouldn't take her for granted. Like, you know, you never know what her reaction is, is going to be. Do you think that they are stronger now for having been through Casa more because they are back in the treehouse, like, where is if they never left? I'm scared for Sydney a bit. I think really? Sydney is like way further in it than Isaiah is. And I think because he is like so young, you know, he's just kind of putting his foot in the water and testing out new things. Um, And I think he realizes like it's a safe feeling with her. But I mean, the outside, just from the day being out, like it's it's completely different. Yeah. So who's Who's to say, but I don't know. Jared, do you have any Isaiah insight? Yeah, I mean, I was like Isaiah's big bro for a lot of the time during Casa More. And like, I was always someone that he could come to for advice. So I I was like a sounding board. I got to hear a lot of his mm -hmm. opinions. And, you know, he really gave it his all to try and explore that. And uh, with Phoebe and, you know, he was going through it and then came back. And, you know, he... You know, became Paisaia and took six pies <laughs> yes. to the face. Yeah. Um, and, and, Using you know, all of Sydney's coffee whipped cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. He, he uh, you know, took a lot. Um, you know, kind of got his name dragged through the mud a bit. But, you know, he really does, like, I almost said love. But um, I think he really likes likes it a lot. Um, you did say love. Do you think he does? You slipped and then you got like very nervous. Out there, he, but I don't know. Uh, Jerry maybe. just was like, he loves her. And then like got really nervous that he saw the microphone. He's like, uh -oh, what have I done? <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Go no, on. Because really... he said, I love you to her on the show, but in a like, I love you. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Like, not in a like, yeah. you know, no, I notebook really think he kind does. of way. I really think he does. You know, I think this was a tough, you know, experience for him. But, you know, he's a sweetheart. He really is. He's, he's he's such a good dude. From a viewer's perspective, it looks like Zeta and Timmy are pretty solid. I Would you agree solid. being there in person, front row seat to that? Yeah, that's my dog. Oh, okay. Right there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's like, I'm like, what are you talking no, about? No, that's my dog. <laughs> and I love them both. They're so great. And, uh, you know, they're, they're real, like, man and woman. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. That's, like, legitimate, like, solid, like. You know, individually they, they're solid and then yeah. together yeah. they are yeah. like a unit right yeah. they take a lots of time on their own and, and they do their own thing and then they really get that quality time and like you know they're like and they're also they're also everyone like everyone can come to them for, for, advice. for advice and stuff yeah. like that so people confide in them he, he's a great guy and 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 zeta's amazing as well so i've got no no bad words to say about them yeah and they, they look they, they look more comfy than me in a onesie watching beaches so i think they're gonna be <laughs> they're no. gonna be a-okay deb and jesse made it through casa as well was that a test for them do you guys think like is that your your stance on it yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I think it it helped their relationship progress in many ways. So it was def I think it was a great test for them. But I also think like Deb realized that she really does want Jesse. And mm -hmm. then Jesse came back for Deb. So um yeah. Jesse, yeah. again, another one of those. He's a great dude. He's a gentle giant. He, he is you know, so he's, that's sweet. the vibe I yeah. get. I'm just so like sweet. 
I he, he just looks so soft and in a, in a good way. I mean, yeah. and like just like lovely, like his eyes, yeah. like everything. And he just loves her. It's like so obvious. It's yeah. so cute. He's a yeah. big kid. And he's just like experience. It's almost like he's experiencing the world for the first time. And you're wow. watching him do it. Yeah. And uh, I'm so glad that he came back uh, for Deb. And like, you know, mm-hmm. they he realized a lot of things over there and things that he wanted to improve on. And, you know, he's been putting in the effort. Ever yeah. Since. And speaking of effort, Courtney is going through it. Her and Chad seem to be in like a real rocky place, right? What is your take on them? And do you think they can make it, should make it? Or do you think they're going to go their their separate ways? Knew it. I knew they were, I, I knew they were going to. Really? Like, no, nah, come on now. Jared said, knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I just didn't see it. I didn't see it going any further, you know. Um, and I knew that Phoebe was uh, lying in wait. I kind of agree. I mean, I don't really think they're like connecting i think in a way courtney has been through like a few relationships and she's kind of want i mean she's definitely wanting to feel like the security in a relationship but i don't i don't think this is the one for her just from what i've observed like i don't know something's not there all right well cat like like we said you made a grand gesture leaving the island for jared and you were both never even officially coupled up. So I thought that it is meow or never to play a fun <laughs> little game <laughs> called Cats Out of the Bag. <laughs> get it? Because, cat, all right, you get it. Yeah, we get it, we get it. Cats Out of the Bag is designed to have you reveal details about yourself in an effort to get to know each other in front of two microphones and very good lighting. And remember to be as honest as possible because no one is listening. (laughs) Oh my God. Here is how this works. It is, Uh this is the bag. You guys are gonna take out questions and each one of you are going to answer, okay? So Kat, take the first question. Oh, (laughs) okay. Dirty dishes in their sink. Do you call a cab or a housekeeper? You know what? I think I would call a housekeeper, but then I would like just, I'd just kind of like see, because maybe it was a one night thing. Maybe right. I just let it pile He's up. Busy. Everybody has those yeah. nights, you know, where it's like, okay, we got to get to the dishes. Um, but like, if it was like a consistent dishes, just sitting in the sink, you know, maybe a cab. Might Jared, what's your dish game? I've never owned a dishwasher in my life. Whoa, okay. So I've always been one to, to clean the dishes. I'm actually quite a bit of a neat freak. And that's something that I've gotten, I've gotten from my parents, which I didn't enjoy as a kid, right. but I've come to appreciate as an adult. Okay, so. good. So Kat, we're good. No dish problems uh, for the foreseeable future. Oh no, future. well you're good with me because I've nice. been cleaning the dishes too, but I put them in the dishwasher. So. You're good with me too, guys. Lies, <laughs> literally to the ceiling. Oh my. All right, Jared, take a question out of the bag. Here we go. All right. They co-parent a dog with their ex. Mm. Do you take yourself for a walk? Or the dog for a walk. Yeah, I'm out of there. Really? Yeah, I'm out of there. Like, why are you still kicking it with your ex? Why are you taking care of basically a child? With your yeah. Ex? You know, I work with dogs every day. Uh-huh. So I know that there's a connection there. That's a mom and dad kind of thing. So I wouldn't want to be uh, with somebody that is uh, co-parenting a dog with Interesting. What about like an iguana? Co-parenting iguana, little goldfish. I feel like we just shouldn't be co-parenting anything with Interesting. Our Once it's done, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. 
if we had a dog together and we chose to get a dog together and the relationship ended, I'm taking the dog. I like that a lot. So fair. Fair. <laughs> you know? that part, that like, I think I'd feel a little uncomfy, but I would just. All right. Well, don't take the dog. Take a cat out of the bag. Let's see what the next one is. They hate your mom's cooking. Does their palate affect your heart? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, because I'm all about food. Yeah, like, that's true. Also, like picky eaters in general. I mean, I'm not saying if they hate my mom's cooking, they're a picky eater, but like, I don't know. I also think it's kind of rude. <laughs> well, wait, you're meeting Jared's mom tonight. Is she cooking tonight or are you going out? No, we're going out. You're lucky. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it's a deal breaker, honestly. I mean, obviously, I would like you to lie. Right. <laughs> yes. yeah. That's my yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell me later, but as long as my mom doesn't know, right. you know what doesn't hurt her, you know. Yeah, I, I hear you because I've been in a long term relationship with my mother's pork chops for a very long time. So I, I appreciate this. I get it. Yeah. yeah, mine's my mother's meatloaf. Interesting. Yeah, we're not we're not the biggest fan. Okay, fun. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. All right, Jared, your turn. All right. The see. cat is coming out of the bag. Here we go. Here we go. It's your first date. Mm. Italian food. Yes. Mm. They've been eating garlic bread all night. They want to kiss, yay or nay. I mean, this is 100%. Give me all that garlic. We're going Italian tonight. Okay. Tonight. Yeah. So, Kat, eat all the garlic bread. You. This is a safe zone. You go out for Froyo. Their cup is 70% toppings. Melt your heart or cone of silence. I'm all about toppings, yeah. actually. I only get toppings. Exactly. <laughs> that is the only way to like marry me if you're just Oreo crumbs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I get like maybe a little. I'm like, pull the trigger for like one second. I'm like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. And then I load the toppings. For us, all about the variety. Done. That is my number one. I think we have one left and then we'll finish the game. They say, I love you on the first date. Ooh. <laughs> Do you run <laughs> to the altar or run for the hills? I'm running for the hills. Yeah, really? that's that's really quick. Yeah. Like, that would definitely scare me away yeah. a little bit. On my first date, the only three words I ever heard was credit card declined. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, man. <sighs> that's a red flag, huh? Oh, it's going right up. Done. <laughs> well, the cat is out of the bag. You guys cat did it. Nice bag, work. Baby. All right, so that was Cats Out of the Bag. And now you know each other a little bit more. I am rooting for your next adventure. And speaking of, I have to be honest that it makes me a little nervous that, Kat, you're in Virginia. Jared, you are in California. So I went ahead and I took it upon myself to help you guys out. I am about to get like all goodwill hunting up in here right now. So just follow along, okay? The city that is in the middle of Virginia and California is actually Parkersburg, Oklahoma. It'll take 20 hours and eight minutes for each driver to arrive from those states to the middle point. I did some research and the closest restaurant is a place called Jig's Smokehouse. I cannot vouch for it, uh, but it sounds fun. So I think you guys could get a reservation. I did not drop my name, but I think you'll be fine. <laughs> so Parkersburg, get ready. Are you excited? Do you think we can make this happen? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And we can ask Maddie because she's over there. That's so true. She, Maddie she, can Maddie can like plan ahead. Yeah, this is 100%. good. Maybe she can sort the whole thing out for us. Yes, Jared. I like that a lot. Jared, the villa introduced you to Kat, but she was not your first love as you introduced America to your affair with headscarves. Mm. 
<laughs> oh man. When did you know you were too blingy for the lids in your local mall? When did you know like I could actually rock this? I like I've always been in the clothes. Yeah. And I know that like once my hair got a little bit longer, I can kind of mess around with like different styles. And you know, I brought in my head scarves and, and I was like, you know, this is this is like my thing. But like, first of all, no man I know can pull off a headscarf. Oh. Like you mm. pull it off. Like, I mean, outside of like Pirates of the Caribbean, like who else can be like, <laughs> I'm going to the supermarket in a headscarf and it looks good. Like, yeah, it was like a part of my style even before I got there. So yeah. it wasn't just like a brand new thing. Um, and then it started to catch around. And then literally every guy was wearing my bandanas at one point. Interesting. You know, Isaiah had his my white bandana tied up yep. in a certain way. Jesse had his. Jeff still has mine because um, I gave Jeff, it to him. if you're listening, when you get yeah. out of the island, someone needs his yeah. headscarf back. No, I, I gave it to him as like a going away like memento because he he loved him so much. He also like kind of got a bunch of stains on it. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> you're like, I'm it. good. Yeah. I'm good. Keep it. Yeah. Well, I am very excited about your Oklahoma mid date, oh, right? Yeah. I'm very excited about it and your road trip. So I got you guys a little something for your cross country road trip to meet in Oklahoma. Ready? Let's do right, it. Let's do it. Head scarves. Oh my God. You know what? Fire. That's what he needed. There you go. There you no, go, Kat. I, you. I want you both to rent convertibles. I want you to go across country rocking a headscarf. Oh my oh, God. We are. They're good, huh? No, they're we actually are for super sure. fire. These are... I might steal this one. <laughs> okay, well, I'll He's stealing one. all I like of this them. Better anyways. Nice. There you go. Um, and Kat and Jared, you may know that it is my intention to end each episode with an inspirational quote to inspire our Love Island family. And there is no one more enlightened to inspire the masses than Timmy. Oh my goodness. So it is time to end the show with an inspirational quote from Timmyism, a Timmyism, if you will, and you will. So Kat and Jared, if we can just have a meditative chance to start the Timmyism. <clears throat> Today's inspirational Timmyism is <clears throat> With my feelings for Zeta, I'm not going to act like they're not there. That would be Fogazi. That's phony shit. Mm. <laughs> mm. From a padded, windowless booth. Matthew Hoffman here reminding you to not be fogazy in your own life. Find your Zeta and make sure the optometrist in your heart makes you focus only on what matters, not the phony shit. That is our Timmyism of the day. We did it. <laughs> I love that you guys are just holding hands like mid-interview. It's the cutest thing ever. Kat, Jared, before we go, is there anything you want to say to the Love Island family? Where can we keep up with you? What is next for you? Give it to us. Shit, I'd be like, you can keep up with me on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> of course. YouTube, I definitely want to start traveling. And hopefully I can have someone travel with me now. Nice. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to going around the world. Yeah, I mean, me, like, I'm mostly active pretty much only on Instagram. Right. But, you know, 
I might have a podcast of my own Ooh, on the way. So okay. That's definitely something I've been planning and putting in the works, and uh, we'll see. Nice. Maybe I'll be seeing you sooner than later. Yeah, I'll be give, I'll be taking notes from you, so I just <laughs> just make sure you pay attention when they tell you how to turn on the microphone. Are we on? We're on, right? Great. Uh, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, well, thank you to our Love Island listeners, as always. We will be back tomorrow. Everyone listening, tag me on socials with your thoughts on all things Love Island, and I will read them out on tomorrow's show at Matthew Hoffman one on Twitter and at Matthew Hoffman TV on Instagram. We've recorded today's episode from Hennessy studios in Los Angeles, Maddie, Jared and cat out. And as always stream new episodes Tuesday through Sunday at 9 PM Eastern 6 PM Pacific only on Peacock. Oh, and can Jared, before I forget, I hope you have a great night. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Previously on is the official Love Island podcast of Love Island USA. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Previously on is hosted by Matthew Hoffman. Previously on is recorded at Hennessy Studios with a very special thank you to our podfather, Jason Hennessy. Produced by Benji Aflalo, sound engineered and produced by Josh Fisher, and co-produced by Christy Kelly. 